0: my gorgeous little soul beam it's Rachel Foy here from rachelfoy.com and I want to have a conversation with you now about how you can listen to your hungry soul so you may already have seen the previous video which was all about how you know if you have a hungry soul and now I want to start to give you some suggestions and some tips on how you can start to listen to this hungry soul so the first one is actually the name of this video, it's about listening. So this sounds really, really simple and actually some of this stuff is not difficult, it's not overcomplicated. there isn't some secret recipe that you don't know about. Most of this is actually just kind of common sense but many of us don't do it for whatever reason. The first one is to actually start to listen. So let me expand on this and give you an idea as to why this is so important. Let's imagine that right now you are doing your stuff and you you know, you go to work, you've got your house, you've got maybe children, partner, husband, friends, family. Life is a bit busy and life is a bit manic. And perhaps on top of that, you might think you have food problems. You might obsess about your weight. You might be concerned about how you look. You might believe that you want to drop 10 pounds in order for everything to start somehow feeling better. Now, the first thing that I highly encourage you to do is to just learn to listen, like actually listen to yourself, learn to start shifting your focus and your energy from just doing all the time, so doing the to-do list, doing this, doing that, doing the other, and actually try and just be a little bit more. Now, that could be for you that you literally take five minutes out of your day to just sit and you turn your computer off, you get rid of your phone, maybe you lock yourself in your office or wherever you might be at that time, and actually just start to tune into yourself. You know, when I refer to the hungry soul, this is obviously a body thing, and the problem that I see with so many incredible women is that they're not in their bodies, they're not embodied, they're not connected. So because of that, they spend all of their time in their head. Now, if you are in your head, it's impossible to listen to your soul, because your head and your soul, they are very separate entities, of course they are, but when you want to really start to tune into your soul, to actually allow your soul to point you in the direction of what actually she's craving and what she's starving for, you've gotta start listening to her. So the first thing is, is that, it's about listening. And something that I try and do myself as much as I can is to just spend a few moments every day to just be. And that means reduce distraction, it means to kind of go inside a little bit and to actually try and project my focus from being external, as in, you know, with what I'm doing or with who I am or what I'm doing in that moment, and actually go more inside myself and to just start observing, you know, observing what am I aware of, what am I noticing, what are the things that are there right now that maybe feel uncomfortable or comfortable Because the more that we can start to listen to ourselves, the more that you are gonna gain momentum and clarity in terms of what your hungry soul is actually craving. And with that information, you can then start to feed her. Now, the second thing is actually an extension of that. And it's about following your emotions. Now, I just wanna bring in food very quickly. If you struggle with food at the moment and you perhaps turn to food when you're stressed, or maybe you know yourself that you are an emotional eater. You can turn to food when you're overwhelmed, when you feel um, angry, when you feel lonely, when you feel fed up. Beneath that behavior, there is some kind of an emotional trigger. Now, I'm not gonna talk too much about emotional eating, although I do want to mention that fundamentally, it's not wrong, it's not something that you need to be ashamed of, because if you can look past the food stuff, and you can actually focus more on this, And actually try and use those emotional triggers as really powerful information for you to start to recognize, understand, and listen, because this is what your hungry soul is bringing up for you. So the second thing is about following your emotion. If you start to recognize that when you are listening and you're tuning in and you are observing that you feel anxious, what can you do about it? Because that anxiety is not there for no reason whatsoever. And this is something that for myself, when I struggle with food and body image and loads of other hungry soul symptoms, I was very disconnected to my emotions, very disconnected to my feelings. If I felt anxious, which was actually one of my big emotions at the time, I didn't know what to do with it. It felt too uncomfortable. I didn't want to go there. So my default coping strategy was, I'm just going to go and stuff it down with a massive piece of cake. And I got into the habit of doing that. And there's a very good chance that maybe you do the same. So I want to just ask you to kind of become curious about these emotions and feelings that you have. Because even though often we do feel certain things that do make us feel uncomfortable, and you know, listen, nobody wants to sit in the emotion of anxiety or overwhelm or fear or panic for too long but the problem that most of us do is that we don't even sit in it for a millisecond we shove it down with food we switch it off we detach ourselves we get even more busy so we don't have to acknowledge that that's what's there but by doing that over and over and over again we detach ourselves from our soul hunger we don't listen We become very disembodied as women. We are not soul-fed women in that capacity at all. So I really want to invite you to start using your emotions almost like these incredibly intricate internal compasses. Because when you feel anxious, there is a reason for it. When you feel scared, there is a reason for it. When you feel overwhelmed, there is a reason for it. So rather than just addressing that emotion of I don't want to feel that so I'm going to ignore it or pretend it doesn't exist or stuff it down with a piece of cake, what if you could actually sit with that emotion and actually kind of follow it, you know, go with it on that journey and see where it takes you because when you go past the anxiety you're going to gain clarity on something. You know the anxiety could be there because you don't like your job, the anxiety could be there because you don't maybe on a soul level that you and your partner are maybe suited for each other. You know, there could be so many reasons as to why you have that emotion, but if you don't go with it and you don't allow that emotion to guide you, you're never going to know. You're never going to know the truth. Now, the third thing on how you can start to listen to your hungry soul is actually meditation. Now, before you maybe think, oh my God, this is so not for me. You know, I'm not really into that sort of woo woo spiritual stuff. I haven't got time to you know, meditate for two hours every day. You don't have to. And I think meditation over the years has really started to kind of shift in terms of people's perceptions of it. But for me, all meditation is, is having some quiet time where I'm able to be, where I'm able to observe what's going on. And actually meditation also allows you to connect to your higher self. Now, this isn't about religion. It is a bit spiritual. But when we can start to connect to that part of us, whether you want to call it your soul or your higher self, you're in a council, you know, just something within you that kind of knows more than what you do consciously. That, again, is where you can start to make massive breakthroughs in terms of how you feel and how you fit into your life right now. So meditation is something that if you have not tried it before or you're not maybe you know into that or you don't think you're into that I want to just recommend that maybe you just open yourself up to become curious because the more that you can get into these states of meditation the more that you are going to start to learn how to listen to this hungry soul that's actually whispering to you all the time but if you're constantly busy and you're constantly doing and you're constantly rushing you don't have the capacity to tune in or recognize, or acknowledge, or listen. And without any of those things, you're gonna find yourself on this monotonous hamster wheel which might have now become your life. So I wanna send you um, a little gift about this for meditation. So if you want to really know how to begin to listen to your hungry soul, if you head over to rachelfoy.com forward slash soul hunger meditation, all one word, you can download a really beautiful meditation that I've recorded for you. It's not very long, you can squeeze it into your world somewhere, I know you can, but I know that it's also going to help you to start listening more, start tuning into those whispers and actually start to help you listen to your hungry soul, okay? Have an awesome day wherever you are and I will catch up with you very, very soon. See you later.